Hi guys, welcome to Film Happy Hour. This is a podcast where I'll be reviewing movies and TV shows with the assistance of cocktails. Every week I'll have a guest that has an interest in film and TV and get their opinion on the films or the TV shows that they've been watching. From writers and directors to everyday movie lovers, I'm planning on getting everyone involved. Now, this is episode nine. I can't believe it. Nine, well, 10 weeks. Um, last week we had a break between just to build up the momentum of the of this season coming to an end and no I can't believe it either I want to thank you guys for listening in up to now and then even with this break between season one and season two you're you can listen back if there's any movies that you're planning on watching that you haven't watched yet but you want to get like a second input these will all be available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and if you still want to know what's happening in the movie and you know tv world i'll be posting on the film happy hour accounts so that's on instagram and on twitter and my account as well movie connoisseur i'll be giving like my reviews so i'm looking forward to keep i'm looking forward to continue our engagement now this episode is going to be a bit different in terms of how I'm not going to be technically reviewing a specific show or film. I'm just going to be talking about TV shows in general, especially with one of my faves that's just come to an end, Peaky Blinders. I'll talk about that show later on. But I just kind of wanted to get the ball rolling and I wanted to get people's opinions on being forced or peer pressured into watching TV shows. You're listening to Film Happy Hour with Snow. Now, the obviously the one, the most common one that comes to mind is Game of Thrones. Everyone, you know, and everyone knows about Game of Thrones, whether you liked it, whether you didn't like it, whether you watched it, whether you didn't watch it, whether you read the books, they didn't read the books. Everyone knows Game of Thrones as a t- as something that was on TV. And so me how I even happened to watch it I didn't really care for the show but I I love me magic I love me a bit of magic I love me a bit of dragons and uh, it was very aesthetically pleasing it was on brand for me to watch it and I remember trying to watch it without being prompted by anyone and I couldn't get into it and so I when I try to get into something and it doesn't work I give it a rest I'm like okay cool maybe this show isn't meant for me and that's fine but a lot of people in my circle and on social media, they made it seem like this was a show that you had to watch. If you didn't watch, what were you doing? And I was like, oh my days, like if this show has this kind of passionate fan base, then there must be something wrong with me. And so I tried to watch it again. Still didn't work. I was like, okay, this is my second attempt and it's not working now. Like, I what are these people resonating with? So I went and did research. See what bullying does. I went and did research to find out what about the show does everyone love and then it was the characters and the story and basically like the name the game that or the um would i say the country or the colon or the kingdoms okay all the the games the kingdoms were playing to be you know the leader of all kingdoms does that make sense i think that makes sense so i was like okay cool and obviously like i do love me a bit of you know kingdom and royalty and all of that from rain to merlin to do you know what i mean so i know i do love me a bit of a bit of that so i went and i said okay you know what yeah let's try again so i'm watching it again this is my third attempt and it still doesn't budge it like i'm still not 
it's not working. Like it's not working at all. So you know what I do? I say, all right, in this show, there's different storylines, right? That all intercept and they interlink and then they branch out and whatever. So I said, if I really, really want to get into the show, I need to do one thing. And you want to know what that thing is? I need to follow one person's story. Can you guess whose story I followed? I followed Daenerys Targaryen's story because that's my dog. <laughs> that's my, literally, I am of House Targaryen. Like now I'm talking like a very invested Game of Thrones fan. But anyway, yeah, so I got I got attached to her storyline. So I was watching Game of Thrones just to find out what's happening with Daenerys. So now I finished Game of Thrones. I think I joined when it was on like season five. No, I'm lying. No, yeah, season five, season five. Yeah, I joined when it was on season five. So now I had to go back and watch it again because I didn't understand like what the Starks were going through. I wasn't really understanding the Tyrells, um, Baratheons and all that, all the problems that they were facing and everything because I wasn't really paying attention to them. I was only paying attention to the House Targaryen and then obviously the weirdness that was happening with the House Lannister. I started to pay attention more to those two. Then you know, later on, we're meeting, like, the Greyjoys, I'm meeting all of this, I'm meeting all of that, and I said, damn, I need to go back, and so that's how I got into Game of Thrones, now, that is one where bullying worked, this side, but this is, (laughs) now I'm going on to where bullying didn't work, whenever, so I love BBC dramas, I love me a BBC, The Girl Before, Sherlock, Peaky Blinders, the list can go on. I love me BBC dramas. I don't know what it is about what the BBC do and why they select what they select. Perfect. His Dark Materials, perfect. Like, perfect, right? So in my head, with how well I had my connection, my relationship with BBC, um, BBC, well, I'll say BBC, I won't say BBC One because I don't know if they come on BBC One, but on, on the BBC network in general, when I get recommended a show to watch on that, on that um, streaming service, I'm like, yeah, okay, yes, let's do it. Why did I jam trying to get into Lufa and Line of Duty? I can tell you how, like, what happens in episode one, or season one, episode one of Line of Duty, because I've watched it so many times so I can get into the show. I can't do it. I can't physically do it. And like my friends are like, oh no, try this. Maybe start from this episode and go from there and da 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 and this. And I'm like, why am I jumping through all these hoops to get into a show? I am very open to start new things, especially I'm more open TV shows compared to movies, which doesn't make sense because movies, at least, you know, it's one hour and 30 minutes and you're done. Whereas with TV shows, you have a season and then a season, then a season. But for me, Land of Duty, I jammed so badly. Luther, I tried to watch it. Tried to watch it for the story. Tried to watch it for the actors. Tried to watch it for Idris. It still didn't work. So now my friend has told me to watch from uh, episode three because he's basically told me what happened in episode two, and I w- I watched a little snip like little snippets, and I liked it. So that's where I'm going with that. Like, I'm really being bullied. <laughs> I'm being people are really applying pressure for me to watch these shows and obviously because I you know people call me a connoisseur and people will ask for my opinion I feel like they expect me to like everything I'm sorry there's some things that just it won't make sense like another example this is so off topic but like with Morbius do you know why people hate that movie I don't think that movie was that bad I just thought it was like budget I thought it was bootleg not bootleg 
I just feel like it was bottom, bottom tier. Do you know what I mean? I feel like because of Spider-Man Far From Home and because of basically all the other Sony-based Marvel stuff, how well they've done, they kind of put Sony on a pedestal that Sony can't, couldn't maintain. And then also the director was going on Twitter and um, airing out the storyline and ruining it for people that hadn't watched it. So there's a lot of mix you know, mixed emotions when I went in to watch the film. But, um, yeah, it's it's just a very bland film. It's like eating bread without butter. It's just, it was just, you know, it's bread. You don't, when you eat bread, you're not like, wow, this is great bread. Unless you're like, you know, at a restaurant and they give you the bread, like the filling bread. But I mean like loaf of bread from the fridge. You don't say, "Mm, this is nice bread. It's just bread. That's how, (laughs) that's my analogy for how well Morbius went. I thought uh, Matt Smith was really good, but uh, I feel like he should have said no to this role because he could have got something much more better. But then also these people recycle their actors all the time. Look at Gemma Chan. Gemma Chan was in Captain Marvel and now she's in um, Eternals. So really and truly like the world's your oyster when it comes to that. Um, I don't like this thing where they put stuff in the trailers and then in the movie, they're not there. There's a lot of selling points in the trailers and in the movie, it wasn't there. And I get sometimes last minute cuts, last minute edits and that, but you know, stop lying, okay? (laughs) Just stop lying. There's no need to lie. This is coming out as a rant. It's not, (laughs) it wasn't meant to be. I literally just wanted to get people's opinions on um, being forced or being, not manipulated, that's a very strong word, being in enticed to watch something new because I remember Stranger Things was another thing that I had I struggled to go on like everyone's like oh my god Stranger Things Stranger Things Stranger Things and I'm like no it's not working so I tried two times I think and it didn't work and then I said I want to I want to see for myself whether this show is worth the hype so I was like okay I'm gonna you know attach to one character basically what I did to Game of Thrones and then from that one character, we can find out whether this show's worth it. And you want to know who I attached myself to? I, not even, no, not the kids. I attached myself to Jim Hopper. I don't know what it is. I, I just thought um, he was good looking. I thought David, I think David Hopper is a very good looking man. So I said, okay, you know what? I can watch you act for ages. So I watched him and I was like, okay. But then Birmingham, it's not the show's not about him, is it? The show's about the kids and Eleven and everything. So I had to go back. But then I realised Eleven and um, Jim, they have like a father-daughter relationship. So I got to see that pan out more. And so that kind of enticed me or like made me want to go back to the beginning to watch again and see how it blossomed to that, if that makes sense. So that kind of helped in my regard. So um, it's very hit and miss with like things that um especially when they're like trending and they're tweeting about it and they're like oh my gosh the episode's dropped and let's talk about it and everyone's like tweeting about this one show and you're like I tried and I can't get into it and it just won't work like everyone loves Cobra Kai I think that show's rubbish I think Netflix should like just stop with the renewing of the seasons I just think yeah it's over it's overdone you know it's over saturated well okay it was nice in the beginning nostalgia oh you know the young um karate kids is a dad now and his teacher yeah all of that beautiful now we're not we're done it's finished stop it let it go <laughs> this really sounds like a run i promise you i'm not running it's just i just wanted to 
find out is this like even rick and morty i don't know how you people watch that stuff and not like because it's cartoons because i do love me a bit of cartoons i watched tinkerbell like (laughs) i watched turning red the other day i do love me a bit of cartoons and this is adult cartoon as well this is like family guy kind of stuff right i tried to get into rick and morty it it didn't work what else breaking bad to be honest i haven't really tried i haven't literally sat down i know there's a guy called sal (laughs) <laughs> that's all i know uh, i know they make drugs or meth in like a a caravan or something i don't know <laughs> um yeah that one i don't know if i'll ever watch it if i'm being honest with you possibly maybe later on in life you know or yeah maybe like when i'm going on holiday or something and i download it and we can try from there because that's how i got my mom to watch peaky blinders i downloaded it I downloaded it from Netflix and then she watched it on the plane and then she was messaging me little updates and I'm like, yeah, that's Thomas Shelby for you. Do you know what I mean? Um, This Is Us, I will never watch that show. I'm not emotionally mature, emotionally available, emotionally strong for that kind of stuff. That, oh my goodness, no way. I don't know how people do it. Like my friend cries nearly, like on nearly every episode why would you put yourself through that torment i don't know you know what but that that speaks to that to the writing and it speaks to the actors and it speaks to how well it's portrayed on screen because for you to go through that emotional turmoil day in day out day in day out and you still want to watch the show that's that's something for the books talking about dedication i don't know how you people watched how i met your mother I tried, I tried to watch it for Barney, I tried to watch it for Robin, I tried to watch it for Marshall, I tried to watch it for Lily. I, I don't know why I know their names. <laughs> um, I tried and it, just, it didn't work. I actually wanted to watch it for Justin, Justin from how, no, from Wizards of Waverly Place. He's one of the kids, one of Ted's kids. And so when I saw him, I was like, oh my God, he's not really even in the show. He's in the show for like two minutes at the beginning and then that's it. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. bullying didn't work for me on that one bullying also didn't work for me for brooklyn 99 i st- like i mentioned it a couple episodes ago i don't understand how people watch that show like i really i really don't get it and but this is what blows my mind because i love new girl and new girl was produced by fox as well new girls in the same universe as brooklyn 99 they had a crossover episode like I don't know what it is. I just, I don't know. It just felt like it was very forced. It felt very boring. It's like Superstore. It just felt, I don't know. I don't know what it is. There's just something that me and me and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, we just couldn't get together. We couldn't blend well. But look, I watched Abbott Elementary and I think that's very nice. I think it's a beautiful mockumentary. Um, just like how The Office and Modern Family was. I think, um, I think that's, I really like that kind of, but would they call it a genre? Would I no, it wouldn't be a genre, would it? I don't know. You know, for for whatever sake, let's call it a genre. But I could I could be wrong. Um what else? Mad Men. Mad Men, I don't know if I'm gonna watch that. I d I don't know. Sons of Anarchy, have I mentioned that already? I started it, but I haven't really gotten into it yet, if that makes sense. But what shows have you been bullied into watching? What shows have you been bullied into watching that you still watch, that you think your friend's watching? What shows have you been bullied in that you were like, why on earth am I doing this? But you're, you know, you're just doing it to see the end of the line. Because I have a friend that's like that. She doesn't stop. Like she'll start it and she'll hate it and finish it. 
Whereas me, I start it, I hate it, I stop. She goes all the way to the end. Uh, you know, I, I commend her for that because I don't think I could do that. What other way is there? Well, you love it, yeah. You either love it, you hate it, you hate it even more. <laughs> and yeah, pretty much. Like what kind of caliber and what went in where and what gem did you find yourself by accident? So let's say you were watching Luther and then because you watched Luther, I recommended you to Line of Duty and you love Line of Duty as well. So what kind of undiscovered gem did you find by accident? And is it one of your like top fives? Um, yeah, what are you... Actually, that's a good question as well. What are your top five favourite like TV shows? You know, I couldn't answer that right now. Actually, I think I can. I just can't answer it in one, like one to five. Like, I can say what the five are. I just don't know what order they go in. I know Peaky Blinders is in there. Game of Thrones used to be in there, but the last season threw me so much. I don't know if it's in there anymore. Sherlock's in there. Grey's Anatomy used to be there, but I feel like it's moved into, like, you know, Home and Away. Like, like a soap <laughs> kind of thing. So I think I'm taking it out. Scandal's in there. Scandal is one for the books. I, I love that show um the writing is perfect the chemistry everything is lit it's one for the books I think that's three um number four what's number four oh my goodness what's my what's number oh yeah remember we're not doing in numerical order I'm literally just saying what they are and then I can't I don't think I'll put them in order um what else is in there Oh my goodness. I only have three? No. No. Let's have a look. Oh my goodness. At the moment, I only have three. Scandal, Peaky Blinders, and Sherlock. Those are my, my faves. My free fate. No way. Yeah, but I feel like... So I want to say stuff like the Umbrella, Umbrella Academy, and I want to say stuff like... But there's a certain threshold that they don't reach. Like Shadow and Bone. There's a certain threshold. Like, they're really good shows. I love them. But there's a certain threshold. Like, even Carnival Row. There's a threshold they don't hit that the other three do. I remember, yeah, Jane used to be in. Jane's Virgin used to be in there. I was a child. That's why it's not there anymore. I was a child. Don't judge me. Um, uh... No, yeah, there's a certain threshold that these shows aren't reaching and that's why they're not on the list. <laughs> they haven't got a wristband, <laughs> pretty much. Um, but do let me know, like, at me, at uh, Movie Connoisseur or um, Film Happy Hour with your one to five favourites because I only have three, apparently. That is so crazy. Three, Wow. You know what? You know what? I could throw in a cheeky Stranger Things. I could. Can you believe I got bullied into watching it? Now it's in my top five. I could be. I could be. I could be coerced into putting Stranger Things in there. I don't know because it does hit a certain threshold, but I don't know if it's a threshold for my top five or a threshold for. See now I'm thinking of gems like Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time, the thing is, when I watched Once Upon a Time, I was a susceptible kid. Do you know what I mean? There were certain things I let slide because when I was watching it, I was a child. But now as an adult, you know, no, it can't go in there. 
because it's very childish. <laughs> it's very, I think it's childish for once upon a time in there. Um, yeah, so for now, I'm going to be content with my three. Do let me know, though, your top five, because I think that, that I, I kind of, maybe that's how you put other people on your show, on the shows you're watching. You know, mine are very generic, everyone. Everyone must have seen Sherlock, everyone must have seen Peaky Blinders, and everyone must have seen scandal like those yeah come on so uh, there's nothing i'm sorry to disappoint <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> there's nothing i can put on for you now um because it's in my top three i feel like we should talk about it peaky blinders Da-da-da-da. peaky blinders ended on sunday last week i don't know how i'm supposed to feel i know we have a movie that's coming out soon but like my heart is like got it like all my faves like oh my gosh all my faves are finished scandals finished sherlock's finished peaky blinders is finished like i can't take it anymore you know and these new shows they're not they're not slapping the way they used to they're not hitting home the way they used to if you haven't seen peaky blinders you need to get out under the rock that you're in it has been it's been on air for like 10 years eight to ten years you know hiatus you know we had the pandemic and the breaks and all of that so that's why it's been for so long it's got six seasons um four episodes four to six episodes depending on what season you're watching um it stars killian murphy as thomas shelby helen mccrory as aunt polly paul anderson who's arthur shelby tom hardy who plays no Alfie Summers, that's played by Tom Hardy. Sophie Rundle as Ada Shelby and Finn Cole as Michael Gray. Little fun fact, Finn Cole and Joe Cole, they play cousins in the show, Peaky Blinders, and in real life, they're brothers. That's what I was trying to say. Um, If you haven't, if you didn't know that. If you didn't know that and you've been watching Peaky Blinders for how many years, do better. If you haven't watched Peaky Blinders, then, you know, I'm happy to give you little, little fun facts here and there. The episodes average from 50 minutes to an hour um, to possibly even an hour. Oh my gosh, maybe his dark materials. Oi, his dark materials is in there. I'm so sorry. His dark materials are in my are in my top five. Let me even write, the, yes, <laughs> let me even write this down. Um, yeah, they're in my top five. I'm so sorry. Sorry, anyway, back to the duration of the sh- episodes of Peaky Blinders. Yeah, so... They average from 50 minutes to an hour. It could even go over an hour, but you don't really feel the time, especially from like season one to four. It's very engaging that you're like, huh? You literally hear that do, do, the theme tune at the end. And you're like, rah, the f- show's finished. Um, pardon me. So it's basically, if you don't know the show, the bio is a gangster family that is set in the 1900s era of England, centering on a gang who sew razor blades in the peaks of their caps and their fierce boss, Thomas Shelby. So just imagine a cap. No, because you might think of like a, 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 a... Why am I struggling to speak? You might be thinking of a... Uh, basketball not basketball that you know the hipster caps not those ones that these ones i don't know you're gonna have to google it. i can't really explain it that well <laughs> um this is a spoiler review so i'm going to talk about the finale and talk about the show in general and just talk about everything and the bits and bobs and those things there that have been happening now they tried to kill thomas shelby not gonna lie that's been an ongoing theme talking about themes actually when I started watching this season, I could sense, I don't know how, I could sense this season was going to be very heavy on death. 
that's going to be very dark in terms of the music the colors that it was gonna the aroma of death was like hovering for this season well for me anyway because what ruby died who else died bare people were dying so i was like okay this is very heavy on the death side and people a lot of people have been trying to kill thomas shelby for a long time from the italians to um billy kimbar to um the lees everyone everyone's been trying to kill thomas everyone and so it was kind of it was kind of in the beginning for me anyway it was kind of boring to see that agenda trying to be fulfilled again until we got to the the finale where we've got to see how the um they did recon if that makes sense they did recon on how they would find a way to get um thomas shelby out of the picture without killing him without trying to kill him that makes sense like set him setting him up and telling him to go somewhere and then he dies because that's what they tried to do in the season finale they um so michael michael because of how polly was killed so polly was killed by the irish the ira as a warning to thomas to get him into check and so because michael attached the death of polly to thomas his mission for this season was to kill thomas and so he worked with his wife's uncle who was um jack uncle jack uh he came down and they were working together to kill thomas shelby that was it that was the initial plan so we knew the aim of season season six aim was to kill thomas shelby but then in my head i was like okay here we go here we go like we've been trying we've been trying to kill him we're trying to kill him it's still not working but what they did especially like what oswald clocked what he made aware was you can't kill thomas shelby only thomas shelby can kill thomas shelby which is why i really like the fact that he went to the extent of um making tommy's doctor lie to tommy and say that he has tb along the same lines as his daughter because ruby thomas's daughter died of uh, consumption and so they they did some you know medical jargon and basically gave tommy fake scans of a lump in his throat saying that he has a year to a year and a half to live so now tommy said his goodbyes he's made sure shall shall be company limit company limited i think that's what it's called is under wraps that his family gets money and all of this and it keeps making money even after his death he goes to go and he talks about going back to his roots of being a gypsy so now it's coming to the end we're coming to the end of the episode he's getting ready he's flipped the coin in the air and it lands on heads i think and he's going to kill himself now in the moment of going to kill himself his daughter pops up and his daughter tells him, you're not dying. It was all a lie. You're not dying. You're not dying like me, like I was. You're alive. So then he goes to see the newspaper and he sees his doctors in the same picture with Oswald, who's in the same picture, basically saying all the ops together, friendly, buddy, buddy at the wedding of Oswald. And so it was nice to see that we actually got so close to seeing Tommy die. Because every time they've tried to kill Thomas, 
he's always counter he had a counter attack or he had this or he had that and he had basically like ears in the wall and he had spies and all of this but this was such a sneak attack that he was literally seconds from killing himself seconds of having no world thomas shelby so i think that's one thing i really liked about this season also i didn't think tommy was gonna kill michael i'm not gonna lie to you that shocked me um but it was necessary it was needed there was no way it would have made sense for tommy to leave michael alive um what else what else did this season not gonna lie this season wasn't as great as the other ones for me anyway but it was like a conclusion anyway so i didn't really care too tough for it to be amazing it didn't let me down like you know that show that won't be said i haven't finished killing eve but i the response that i've seen and heard about the finale isn't great so i'm kind of reluctant on that but if you have do let me know and we can go from there and we can discuss it i think over this weekend especially it being bank holiday weekend in the uk uh i think i'm gonna have a lot of time to do so like like i said anyway this episode was a bit different from the usual stuff didn't want it to be how i how i occasionally do it or how i've been doing it because we're celebrating episode nine and then next week is episode 10 and then we go on i we go on a what <laughs> we go on a nice break and uh, we come back badder better and greater for season two and i can't wait for the new listeners our old listeners you know don't worry you have a safe place in my heart and we can, you know, see where Film Happy Hour goes and where it takes us. I hope you're making cocktails. I'm going to be making so many cocktails over this break. So you can find out and you can see them on the Film Happy Hour um, TikTok or on the Instagram. I'll be making little cute reels and whatnot. So don't worry. Just because you won't be hearing me physically on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, you'll still be seeing me. So this kind of concludes this episode. It was just a very, it was a love letter to film happy or to Peaky Blinders. And now before I go, I wanted to recommend, you know, I can't give you all this material and not recommend you something to watch. I'm currently still watching Moon Knight. That's on Disney Plus. Comes out every Wednesday. Um, we've got Sonic the Hedgehog, the number two's out and it's got Knuckles in it. I still haven't watched it yet, but I'm definitely looking out to watch that. Ambulance, still haven't watched that yet. I'm actually really bad at this, but I'm going to do this whole bank holiday weekend. I'm going to be in the cinema, in the apps, in the streaming services. They're going to get sick of me. They're going to get sick of me. So basically, that's what I'm trying to say. And then lastly, we have Fantastic Beasts the secrets of Dumbledore I'm excited to watch that I remember watching Fantastic Beasts 1 and I, I do love me a bit of Harry Potter and the Harry Potter world so muggles and <laughs> witches and wizards and goblins and elves <laughs> as a Harry Potter fan that's very bad of me um I swear I'm not supposed to be calling people muggles anyway so uh that's great anywho before i put more foot in my mouth thank you for listening we've come to the end of the show have a lovely weekend i'll be back same place same time next week